Hey, Paul. Hey, Paul. How you go? How you? How you do? I don't know what I'm doing. I'm fine, thanks. That's awful. <laughs> I couldn't keep it up. I could manage. Hey, Paul. And then it's gone. Yeah. Well, the spirit of Sir Alex Ferguson um, only sticks around for Fergie time. <laughs> yeah. Right. Right at the end, of, he'll be there. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe he'll return. At the uh, end of the episode. How are you? I'm Joe? okay. Yeah. How are, How are your legs? How are you feeling? How are um, you bearing up? I've lost some skin, but um, <laughs> that's not abnormal. It's very snake-like, I suppose. Is we're always losing skin, aren't we? Yeah, that is biology. Mostly dust. Most of dust is, you know, skin is. Yeah, lovely. Mm-hmm. I asked because uh, because um, we had our charity football match at the weekend, so I just wanted to see. I we know, did the, the very next day. Oh, I was in absolute bits. I was. Yeah, I I don't feel like I actually had to run quite as far as anybody else on the pitch I thought that I <laughs> still felt in bits the next day anyway mm-hmm. yeah it was uh, It was. this is the NW electrical charity match that we spoke about in our last episode it was it happened on the Sunday the 25th it was uh, well it was a it was a good game we lost didn't we? we our team lost the blues versus the yellows yeah I don't think it um, I mean you hear this a lot from the people on the losing side but I don't think it was um quite as uh, sort of mismatched as the score may suggest no no <laughs> but we lost 3-1 but we lost 3-1 so. yeah, yeah. <laughs> but hey all all for a good cause loads of money raised I think it was a fantastic event up to uh, about £1,800 on the day I think it's a very impressive from you know what is essentially a fairly small scale thing it was it was fantastic you know, yeah. a few grand and uh, something the total in the few years that it's been running is around 6000 or yeah, something yeah yeah so it's fantastic, yeah. So well done. It felt, uh, felt very good. The result was completely relevant, really. Wasn't well, it? you say that. I would have liked to have won. <laughs> <clears throat> but yeah. uh, anyway, next year. Yeah, I, I was disappointed because, of course, I was chasing my second man a match in a row, but I didn't, mm, didn't quite different, come through. Different me. competitions, though, so it doesn't, wouldn't have been in a row, actually, so it doesn't count. I didn't get it anyway. So For me, as a professional amateur player, yes, not it worth been mentioning. Row, but, but not in any kind of league. Well, that's right. <laughs> Yeah, so well done everyone, and yes. well done us, and well done our little legs. Indeed, who managed to take our professional amateur bodies through it. Yes. <laughs> uh, um, shall we uh, start with the? Um, shall we start with the? Um, the usual, Dave. Yeah. The usual little yeah. one that we usually do at the usual yeah. beginning, usually. Yeah. Yeah, that one. Yeah. Okay. You got it ready yet? Um, we keep doing this for five minutes. You, you're trying to, trying to help me through I this? I thought you had it lined up. Well, I do now. Here is some news for you. News for you. Here is the news for you right now. Thank you. Quite brutal with that fade as well. Yeah. That's the new... F- I'm trying to instigate a new yeah, fashion we're, in we're not sound in our, engineering. We're not in our makeshift studio today, Joe. No excuses. We're well, in our familiar surroundings. Well, I'm trying to push boundaries, you know, trying to change how the game is done by... Um, what you call it. Nothing, no, none of those long, slow, dramatic fades. Just, mm. no, it's done, get rid of it. To the point. Yeah. Okay. Right, news. Uh, am, I, shall I, am I going or are you going? Kick us off, David. Okay, ready? Here we go. Pastor slams fidget spinners as the work of Satan. <laughs> Brilliant. Are you familiar with a fidget spinner? I am. Yes, as am I. Good. Uh, so we're all aware of that. <laughs> Move on. No, they're all the rage. All the kids have got them. My kids have got them. They, they like them for mm. about a minute and then it's something else. Yeah, yeah. But this 
guy, this pastor, it's not Gavin Peacock, by the way, just in case you were wondering. I thought we might be bashing him again. No, okay. not, this, not this time. Uh, a pastor has slammed fidget spinners as the work of the devil as they force children to make the sign of the devil while they play with them. Uh, what is the sign of the devil? Well, it's, the, it's that uh, heavy metal rock. Oh, that? Thing, oh, okay, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, religious leader Juan Mariano Avalos says the innocent-looking device is in fact a one-way pass straight to the devil himself. <laughs> He's not happy. <laughs> okay. He uploaded okay. a controversial, a controversial even video explaining his theory that the spinners come from the dark side and children should be stopped from playing with them. Well, they're manufactured in in somewhere called the dark. Yes, is that where they come from? They're yeah, manufactured it's a, in the dark. It's a town. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Okay. It's actually pronounced Dark Seidy. Dark Day. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, the fidget pin, the fidget spinner, which is a toy, which is a toy that right. was made a to relieve t- stress <laughs> and nervous energy for those with concentration problems, has become a global fad with youngsters. The pastor from Paraguay holds up one of the spinners in his video to show the different ways of using it. He demonstrates how you raise your index. Do you want to do this as I say it? Okay. He demonstrates how you raise your index finger and pinky, creating the symbol of rock metal or the sign of the devil. Yeah. What if you think the sign of the devil is uh, worshipping a dying man on a cross? Well, opinions. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> The other finger position is just as terrible, according to Pastor Juan, as you hold the spinner with your th- your thumb and forefinger, holding up the other three and doing a six 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 symbol. Well, just sort of saying a okay. Oh yeah. Or, you, most people call that hey, I'm okay. Yeah. Yeah. Most people in the scuba diving trade will say that means yeah. that you're okay. Not underwater going. Someone does actually go. Devil. Why, why is he doing the devil at me? Or or if you do it with both hands, you could place those hands over your eyes. Yeah. And and be you devil know, mask. Yeah. Or or you know uh, Elton John. Yeah. Or that the um the Australian <laughs> lady. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever her name is. That's right. Yeah. Dame Edna Everidge. Yes, thank you. That's yes. right. Possums. <laughs> yes. But it seems the pastor's warning video has not had the des- desired effect and has instead sparked mockery from social media users who have flooded the pastor's page with joking posts. You know what? I'm shocked. No Dave. shit. I'm shocked. I'm absolutely shocked. So I've taken mine straight off the children. Yeah, yeah of course. Not having all that all that nonsense in our house. Oh, it's the, it's the Antichrist. Yeah, We've yeah. found that out. You know, um, I don't understand what pastor's got to do with it, though. Uh, sometimes you can get in little shapes of the devil. Oh, what would they be called? Um, Satany. It's got to be Italian, <laughs> yeah. isn't it? Yeah. Satano. Devilini. What we got tonight, love? The Fusilli or the, uh, the Penne? The Devilini. Get it out of my house! <laughs> the power of Christ compels you! Yes, in pasta form. <laughs> the power of pasta. Could so anyway, no? that's obviously mental. Obviously mental, yeah. About as mental as you get. Would you like to hear a story about something else mental that's actually football mentals? Would I? <laughs> I'm developing a bit of a catchphrase there. Yeah, you are, aren't you? Um, it's like me and my normal things, which I haven't actually said today, but now I've just said it then, I've just got you, it in. You said it, yeah. Yeah. You said it. Uh, well, this story's far away from normal things. I, I couldn't really believe it when I read this. I, Could I, you not? I've never heard, no. But obviously I have to, because... It's not fake news. And, it, and it's written down. It's by the unbelievably reliable source of the BBC that no yeah, one can ever question. The BBC. The BBC. Yes, welcome to the BBC. <laughs> um, it's Brian Sewell reading the news there. Um, so this story, Dave, is the China under-20s. 
could join the German fourth division next season. Oh, sorry, you're talking about the football team or all Chinese under 20s? That's all Chinese under 20s. Wow, that's, that's a lot. <laughs> There's a lot of them. <laughs> Probably around a billion. Yeah. Um, so the China under 20s team could be playing in the German fourth division next season. Um, because only 19 teams have qualified for the regional Southwest League, uh, with the German FA, that's called the DFB, inviting China to enter a team and create an, e- an even fixture list for them. Right. Why have only 19? Why haven't they allowed 20 teams to qualify? Well, um, or is there not 20 teams? I guess there's not 20 teams that maybe some teams have gone under. I, so the, I just feel sorry for the next best German team. Okay, well, why didn't we quite been... make the cut? <laughs> oh, but there's one space left. Oh, thank God for that. But we're getting a Chinese team in. Why is it that like they looked at what? What about a Swiss team or a neighbour, a border region? Not ooh, China. Yeah, like the next logical option. China, obviously China. Yeah, they haven't got far to come. Now, I can't help but be cynical about it and think, well, there's some kind of huge investment going on here movement of cash um, for this um, honour. So only 19 teams have qualified. Um, League executive Felix Wiedemann told German paper Bild all 19 clubs were in favour, adding, I therefore believe the project is on good path. Uh, China has set out its desire to become a world football superpower by 2015 and their challenge is to win the World Cup by then. Sorry, 2050, not 2015. (laughs) Because that that is in the past. They failed then. Dear... (laughs) Because that is in the past. <laughs> good, good. You do had mentioned you hadn't read ahead earlier. Yeah, shut up. <laughs> DFB Vice President Ronnie Zimmerman told Kicker Magazine teams would receive 15,000 euros each for the two matches against the Chinese youngsters. So there we have it, Dave. Money, money, money. That's it. Money speaks. Um, and it says, come and get me. Like that. <laughs> Use me in football. <laughs> Oh, there's lots of me, especially in China. <laughs> I've lost my thread now. Uh, they, they see this idea positively, said Zimmerman. The planned cooperation between China is known, and for that we need good content, which that doesn't make sense because I read it completely wrongly. Um, the plan is part of a five-year cooperation agreement signed between the two countries in November, which will allow China to boost its level of football and the German FA to have a facilitated access to the vast Asian market. So it's all jockeying for position and kind of a little bit of money there involved. A little bit? A lot. Uh, but the managers of the regional Southwest League will meet soon and a decision will be made... Uh, will be taken by then as the match plan will be drawn up. And China has explored similar ventures in other sports with ice hockey side Kunlun Red Star joining the Canadian Women's Hockey League in the build-up to the 2022 Winter Olympics in Beijing. So... They're taken over. It, uh, I mean, if sort of... I'm not a nationalist by any means, and I think nationalism is terrifying. Um, but if the borders between things like that start to get blurred, then... It kind of will ruin the identity of, inter- of, of like uh, national leagues, surely. Of like, you know, maybe that in the future, who knows? Um, things like that might infiltrate the Bundesliga. And, you know, I agree. The, the, well, the it'd, be, it'd be funny if. Might be at uh, a risk of sort of maintaining their integrity, really. Exactly. And, it, and if they went on to win that league, this Chinese under 20 team, then there's surely they would be promoted to the next tier and so on and so on. And they wouldn't really be able to suddenly just remove them, surely. No. And if they did, then the second place team would be given the automatic promotion and that would just, again, it kind of undermines the integrity. They haven't thought it through. Clearly not. Uh, Well, they haven't needed to because they're all looking at their bank accounts. They're in the now. They're in the moment. Yes. Oh, well, good luck to them. They're in the now and not in the know. 
I hope they do really, really well. Oh, gee, did, <laughs> did you have to just... That was a bit 70s, wasn't it? <laughs> it was a bit... Um, All in jest. Yeah, so there we go. Um, so I believe, Dave, that you have a follow-up. Yes. From now, something last ah, week. Yes. That, oh, no. Oh, you, no. Yes. Oh, please. Oh, no. Yes. Yes. Frankie Howard. Um, Who? <laughs> I'm joking. So last week you spoke about um, Paolo Maldini. I did. The legend. The AC Milan legend. Um, on his journey into the world of tennis. Professional tennis career. Cool. And how he's, he was embarking on his first match. Doubles match. With his partner. Quite the athlete, wasn't it? Yep. I have an update. Please do. Dive in. Paolo. Do you have it now? Mal- yes, I do. <laughs> yes, yes. Sorry, just, it was for dramatic effect. Of course. Yes. Paolo Maldini. Oh, very dramatic, isn't it? The evergreen Italian's tennis career has lasted just one game after he took a serious thrashing in the first round of his first ever professional tournament. The former Azuri captain was thrashed 6-1, 6-1 in a doubles match with partner Stefano Landonio in the first round at the Aspria Tennis Cup in Milan. The duo lost to Poland. And it's their names as well, but it doesn't matter. <laughs> no, um, please, I really want to hear you attempt these Polish names. Okay. They're notoriously uh, difficult, aren't Steve they? Steve and Sebastian. Oh, yeah? yeah. What are their surnames? Jones and... Good. Still, the 49-year-old managed to remain philosophical about the whole thing in the in the way only a sophisticated and gentleman could be. He said, "It was like writing a poem after studying years of maths." Okay, right. That's his. That's his comparison: football, tennis, okay, poetry, and maths. Okay. Yeah. We tried to enjoy the moment because I didn't expect I'd be able to experience something like this at my age. Ironically, on the very first point of the match, I pulled a muscle. Mm, The excuses have started already. Oh, dear. Okay. Back to his old tricks. (laughs) It was a unique and unrepeatable experience. Unrepeatable. (laughs) I have lived it as a game, and there will be no other experience like this. Maldini claims he won't be returning to the world of tennis, choosing to cite dodgy joints instead of abject humiliation. Well, that's a bit harsh. How is this abject humiliation? It's not like he was. It's not like he's a professional player losing in round one of. No, I think maybe he forgot his shorts as well, and he's just playing in his pants. Oh, okay, that would that would make sense then. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, he's not up for it. He says, "I play once a week. I come from another sport. I have physical problems with my knees and a series of limitations due to inevitable." Rewind. Due to the inevitable wear and tear caused by football. Also, I don't have much time available. <laughs> well, don't do it in the first place then, Paolo. He should have just stuck with that one, really. Come on, yeah. Paolo. <laughs> Come on. So, yeah, it went well for him. Right, yeah. Well, I mean, I imagine, you know, 25 years um, in the top flight of football, I imagine your joints are getting a little bit fecked. But yeah. um, he should have just played club tennis and done quite well. He has done. Yeah. Well, he, he probably put, will continue to do well, so. Well, he just, he pu- he just pushed it that little bit too far, didn't he? Perhaps. Perhaps he well, did. Well, no, perhaps about it. He did, Joe. Did he? Yes, and for me, it's tainted his whole career. Oh, well. You don't like him anymore, then? I do That's like, it. No, I do like him. He's <laughs> beautiful. He, he's always, he has these really sort of intense, kind of slightly Meza Ozil-style kind of Furby eyes. Mm, I don't, do you ever get that? I from? wouldn't put them in the same. 
Oh, he's he's not a patch on Paolo, old Meza. Are you joking? No, I'm saying just Come the eyes. On. Just the no, eyes. No, no, no. That's um, Paolo is. You know, he's he's there. Meza Urzu, you're talking at least six six or seven pints later. <laughs> okay. And that's a, that's at a push. Okay. All right. I'll take it back. How dare, dare you? All right. I'm wrong. Okay. Right. Get on with it. Go on. <laughs> So um, I can't remember what episode it's in, but uh, we did have a story in the past, Dave, about a penis museum of uh, animal penises from around the animal kingdom. Did we? Yes. <laughs> okay. You that, don't remember the penis that museum? That one passed me by. I don't oh, I don't know. Yeah. Oh, yes, yes. I think I do. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you think you do now? Um, well, I know you. It's a big thing, a big passion of yours. Uh, oh, okay. Penises. Right now, now we're trying to. Well, turn I'm this just on saying. Me. You know, okay. we talked about this before, and all of a sudden, you've got a penis story. So I'm saying nothing, but. Leave it up to them. Keep it out of it. Okay. Well, <laughs> as with a lot of my uh, news stories, the um, the title can tell you a lot, really. And the 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 headline is "Artful Todger?" Question <laughs> mark. <laughs> Crook's mummified seven-inch penis, worth a hundred thousand pounds, goes on display at UK Museum. <gasps> Which one? Well, I, I shall reveal in good time, David. Uh, a seven-inch long mummified penis valued Massive. at hundred thousand oh pounds has what? gone on display at a British museum. The erect member was taken from a hanged English crook who became aroused as he swung from the gibbet during an eighteenth-century hanging. Kinky bugger. Well, this uh, is it kinky though. Let's find out. Now the Victor Wind Museum of Curiosities, the Victor Wind Museum of Curiosities, Dave, a fine art and natural history museum in Hackney, uh, has added the penis to its unusual collection of exhibits. Bizarrely, erections are common among those sentenced to the hangman's noose. Perhaps... Were, surely were common. I was just going to pick up on that, <laughs> yeah, which is odd. I mean, maybe the, the Express is still hanging people, yeah, I think. Okay, yeah. Again, let me just clarify, this is from the Daily Express, my favourite newspaper, as you all know. Um, so um, erections are common or were common um, as a result of <laughs> that's, a, that's a title right there <laughs> erections are common they or are. were common they are common <laughs> all the time without sometimes anyway <laughs> but these um, <laughs> erections occurring when someone may be hanged is uh, as a result of lack of oxygen to the brain supposedly the death erection in inverted commas <laughs> mirrors the dangerous sexual practice of restricting oxygen to the brain for greater sexual arousal as we know, the um, the Carradine family, uh, as an example, uh, known as erotic asphyxiation. So there we go. <laughs> but science has also suggested that a death erection, technically called a priapism, for those of you interested in... Uh, I prefer death erection. Do you? Yeah. It's got more of a ring to it, hasn't it? Uh, yeah. they, can, they can even occur post-mortem and is attributed to pressure on the cerebellum at the base of the brain created by the noose. So it's something it would stay erect even after the person has uh, died. Well, um, once uh, rigor mortis sets in, then it, I guess busy. if you've got a boner, <laughs> then it's, you know rigor mortis will just keep hold of it, won't he? Oof. Dirty rigor. <laughs> so um, Victor Wind, the museum's creator, curator, sorry, said it was removed from an 18th-century Englishman who was hanged. When people were hanged, they'd nearly always get erections and nearly always <laughs> release their seed. Okay. And they'd nearly always release their seed. Wow. This is a quote, okay? I'm I think, not sure I'm not sure I would get an erection if I was being hanged. 
Well, we mean we could. Uh, no, let's not test that. Yeah. Uh, I think quite a few were made, but this is the only one I've heard of. It's been around in different private collections. Private collections, mm. eh? Yeah, 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 yeah. And Oscar Wilde was an admirer. Well, I bet he was. <laughs> oh, I bet he was. Uh, yeah, so that's pretty much it, Dave. That's pretty much it. That's <laughs> it's good. It's not conspiracy news because it's not a conspiracy. No, it's, it's actually fact it's, this time. Uh, a load of rubbish news. Factual dead penis news. Yes, yes. That's, yeah, perhaps we should come up with a title with a little bit more. That zing, could be a regular feature. It could be. It could be. Yeah. Well, well, well. Good. Good. Keep the keep the penises coming. Yeah. I, oh, I am um, not. Mm. I, I try. I t- no, that's no. Don't. I don't want to know. No. Okay. That's just that's private. On. Yeah. <laughs> 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 okay. Um. Well, that was good. Good bunch of news, wasn't it? Yeah, it was alright. Bit yeah. of everything in that. Yeah. Yeah. Cock. You know. Tennis. Yeah. What more could you want? And uh, fidget spinners. Yes. Yes. Good. Well, moving on. Yeah. <laughs> um, what should we? We are in the window of transferable opportunity. Correct. Should we? Uh, we should discuss this. Okay. Transfer stuff. Transfer stuff. Now, Joe, you're my uh, go-to guy for transfers. What transfers have happened? There has been no transfers. Would it be, there must have been some transfers. No, there's been none. So that's it. Yeah. Well, that's your transfer stuff. And that that's your transfer stuff, Dave. Take your word for it. Then. It's been fine. an insightful week, but um, there it is. Yeah. Okay, fine, yeah. fine, fine. Um, well, there has been football going on. Yeah, as we very well know it. Yeah, there's been some international football, right? Yeah, the under twenty ones. How they been getting on, Dave? Well, would you believe it, Joe? Same old story. Okay. Oh, no, really? I'll run through the, the games that England have had. Okay? okay, do it. Okay, so the first game is against Sweden, under-21s also. Fair that way. That's funny, isn't it? Yeah. Nil-nil. Okay. And a, a, quite a common start from England in tournaments. We always seem to draw with Sweden as a, well. A like... drab draw. Okay, next game. Slovakia, under-21s. Yeah. They won 2-1. England mm. won 2-1. Okay. okay. Very good. Good. The next game in the group was against the Polish, mm-hmm. the Polish under-21s. <laughs> England won 3-0. Oh, that's pretty good. Really good. So you don't have to keep specifying that they're against under-21 teams because I believe this is an under-21 tournament. Well, you just don't know. <laughs> okay. All of a sudden, it could be a Chinese under-20 team slipped in there somewhere. Into the German fourth division. Exactly. Yeah. Talking of the Germans. Oh, no. Oh, no. Semi-final. Right. England versus Germany. Final score, right. two all. Oh, I know what's coming. Extra time, penalties. Okay. England lose 4 3 in penalties. Oh. oh. To Germany again. The Germans, every time. Oh, Poor old Nathan Redmond this time missed. missed. Oh, he must be one of the senior players in the under 21. I think, side. yeah, yeah. I think he's Terri- over 21, isn't he? I think he is, yeah. So shouldn't actually be playing. Not really. It's terribly sad. Um, but there you go. England lose in a tournament to Germany on penalties again. again. Yes. Wow. So where to, where do we go from here then? We've well, got f- that's, well, home. Home. Yeah. Just hope we don't play Germany again at under-21 level. That's definitely... Or any level. Over-21 level. Is the, are they called the England over-21s? They should be. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The England under-35s. 
Uh, well, that would include all the under 21s, the under 20s, the under 19s, the, under the England 21 to 35s. Yeah, yeah. But then that excludes any um, remarkable senior players who still might get in the squad. E.g., for example, what current players? Well, any, yeah, yeah. Oh, well, I mean, there's been there's been past England internationals that have played over the age of 35, haven't there? Mm. Um, Such as too many Stuart Pearce, too many to mention, perhaps Teddy Sheringham. No. Mm. No, Bobby Charlton. I don't. I just. Th- I just think he looked older than he was. <laughs> um, no, I think I'm not. That's not a joke. I'm I'd... sure some goalkeepers or something. Nigel Martin. I have a feeling he would have been in there, and he was because he played on quite late, and I think he was a sub goalkeeper for a while. Mm. Anyway, it's a that's another subject. But there you go. <laughs> well done, England, for getting to the semi. Although it, they it did go straight from the group stages to the semi final. <laughs> Is that how it works? In those? yeah, because there's not many teams. Oh, okay. So, um, but it's probably because but they're anyway, all playing in the German fourth division, isn't it? By all accounts, they put on a good show. So, uh, you know, it, that can only be promising. Well, they're supposedly they've been touted as a golden generation, haven't they? Is it? Yeah, but you know that's a is it a poison chalice. Yeah, in it. Who's it? Where does he play? Uh, I think he's Polish. Poison Chalitsky. <laughs> um, <laughs> so I, I did hear something about the um, preparation for a potential penalty shootout. That was a nice little yeah, wasn't it? A preparation for a potential penalty shootout. Yes, England been preparing since May, <laughs> and practicing for something like an well, like at the end of every training session. Yeah. Yeah, worked out well, didn't it? And then the uh, the German under twenty one coach saying, "Well, we we never bother." Cocky, Classic arrogant German move, really. Wasn't mm. it? Yeah. Not to no, be, uh, you no, know, if he did not practice, no. not to cast Nine. dispersions or anything, but uh, no, do it, cast it. I've already done a Chinese accent, so we're in it, mate. <laughs> There's no getting away from it. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. Well, well done anyway for not winning, but good, but good luck next time. Yeah. Yeah, good luck to them. You okay. know, they, they'll learn a lot from the experience. Yeah, blah, blah, blah. Moving forward. Mm. So there we Over go. to you, Joe. So uh, Sean Bean has joined us once again. He's back from his leave what a blitz. this week. Um, you know, here he is brandishing. He's wearing a he's wearing a wife beater and he's brandishing his, his blades tattoo. His 100% blades tattoo. So, mm. uh, which, um, you know, it's a, it's a bit aggressive wear. Which is on his upper thigh, So, which means he's not wearing any trousers. No, obviously but he never, he never I mean, does. That's his choice. He never does. His choice. Yeah, yeah. But he didn't fly here. He he just walked all the way here because he doesn't like any form of transport. It turns out he's not just fear, afraid of flying, but he doesn't like cars as well. Does he not? Or um, horseback. So he. he well, they're the only his only two options, were they? Yeah, yeah. Well, up in Sheffield, that's <laughs> well, kind I'm of. I'm not all, getting a car. The... And I'm not going a horse. So I'll have to bloody walk, won't I? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so so uh, who's he picked out? Well, uh, this week it's. Um, the Garcia report on serious fraud. Um, so the serious fraud office are reviewing documents after a, a FIFA release of these documents. And it's it's basically um, the serious fraud office reviewing a FIFA report into controversial bids to host the 2018 and 22 World Cups. So my bastard is is a, a large group of people involved in the um, choice of hosting World Cups, mm. essentially. Mm. Um, I said my bastard, didn't I? I got that a bit wrong there. The bastard. The the bastard. Bastard. The round the back bastard. Correct. Um, so a 2014 report by former FIFA ethics investigator. There's actually someone whose job is to be the FIFA ethics investigator. It's pretty cool, isn't it? That is a good, that's the job you want in FIFA. It's not like a homicide detective or a you know no. or a narcotics investigator. It's ethics 
investigator. So you, they could have a... I'll tell you, they want for that job, investigating it. Arjun Desai. Privately, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He won't tell anybody about it. Well, no. In fact, he probably... This guy that they put up is probably a stooge, and the job is actually held by... Arjan Dizeo. Yeah, with a with a scarf and a coat and one of those but we'll nose ne- and glasses with the moustache things. Yeah, on. but we'll never know because he's it's private. Yeah, exactly. So who's this? Okay, who's this investigator then? The investigator. In inverted commas, Michael Garcia. <laughs> okay, not, not a real person. No, clearly not. No. So this this uh, former FIFA ethics investigator, Michael Garcia, had only been um, had only published. Oh, that's completely wrong. His report had only been published as a 42-page summary, uh, but was leaked in full on Monday online. Um, this this summary was published by FIFA on Tuesday and revealed details of improper actions by bidding teams, including England. <gasps> so we're not clean. We don't have clean undies on this. <gasps> uh, confirmation of the serious fraud office interest... Um, comes 20 months after its director, David Green, told MPs of potential money laundering offences, <gasps> including a payment of 500,000 Australian dollars, which roughly 270 grand, made by the Australia 2022 bid committee to Jack Warner, who was then a senior FIFA official. <gasps> dirty, dirty, dirty. But since banned from the game and under investigation, uh, which may have gone through London, so... Uh, English FIFA being complicit in such things. Mm. So at the time, Green, who was giving evidence to the Culture, Media and Sport Select Committee, said FIFA could not be prosecuted under the 2010 Bribery Act as the alleged offences took place before then. Oh, that's fortunate, isn't it? (laughs) Yeah, they timed that well. So it's like saying that you can't retrospectively punish, you know, Hitler for the Holocaust. Because yeah, it happened before there was an anti-Holocaust law. Yeah. Well, in a, if that was the case. I mean, get yourself a good lawyer. That's all I'm saying. Scott Free. Yeah. Fortunately, he didn't. It's immoral, isn't it, really? He, did, he couldn't. He couldn't. No. He was dead. <laughs> apparently. <laughs> Allegedly. Yeah, oh, here we go. He's, he's somewhere in Argentina, apparently. Uh, so Garcia, in inverted commas, I'm gonna, just going to call him Dezeu, I think, from now on, mm. was asked by FIFA to investigate the nine bids to stage the tournaments, including England's bid for the 2018 World Cup. He quit his role at FIFA in protest when his report was condensed, saying it was erroneous. So it looks like people have got hold of this report that was actually honest, tore it to shreds, and now they're leading a smear campaign against him. Uh, but his investigation prompted follow-up inquiries by the governing body, primarily into members of its executive committee. So there we go. They've tried to neuter his report and make it seem like they're doing good things, and then they're punishing for it. So FIFA subsequently cleared Qatar, who will stage the 2018 tournament and 2022 host Russia, of any wrongdoing. So it seems like an inside job, Dave. This stinks. It absolutely stinks. Uh, the publication of... No, the sorry, this stinks. Oh, what that dead animal sorry about. I, I don't even know what it, it. is. Is that, is that is that yours? Oh, I think it was. Yeah, I'm not going to claim it anymore. Okay. So, I sorry, think, I think didn't. Think mean, it's a badger. I didn't want. I didn't mean to interrupt. Carry okay. on. Uh, well, I'm nearly finished to be honest. So thanks. Um, a publication of the full document alleged um, uh, with the alleged wrongdoing by Football Association in the way it tried to curry favour with FIFA officials who were set to vote on should, who should host the 2018 and 2022 tournaments. You know, I, I don't really know what curry's got to do with it. Dave, um, the um, so, electrical wholesaler. Uh, no, I was thinking the Indian cuisine. Oh, okay, yeah, different curries, yeah. different needs. <laughs> 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 uh, 
You had to get that in there somewhere, didn't yeah. you? Yeah. Every week there's got to be some sort of office Every uh, week. reference. <clears throat> yeah. But there we go. Those are Sean's bastards. Um, he's not happy with them. I knew no. the bastard weren't to be trusted. Certainly not after that. Bastard. Yeah. That's, that's, yeah. Sure. He's a crafty little bastard. Yeah. Certainly crafty, but they're not going to get away with it now. You bastard. Yeah. You stupid bastard. And that one is. It is, is a bit. Um, it is a bit bastardly, isn't it? All that. It's a bit. Uh, Oh, it's just so common now in the game, isn't it? It makes you wonder why why do we even get together and talk about it anymore? <laughs> Don't you, is that a hint? Are you saying don't bother in the future? <laughs> No, no. I mean, just, uh, just why we? Yeah, all right. I, I don't think it went very well either. No, okay, no, so. not that story. Just foot, what, <laughs> football in general. Is it? It's all going the wrong way. I mean, why do we bother? Um, why are we even here? Should we change the? Should we take a completely right turn with the podcast? Then? Should we call it round the front, and it be at, about at, at um, the front, at the front? Yeah, it could be about um, queuing different views for, around the country that you get at the front of the bus on the top deck. Yeah. And me and you could just go around on a tour, just taking pictures, and that wouldn't work in a podcast. Would uh, it? I, haven't pictures. Got, I haven't got the money for that either. No. Okay. Well, just keep, okay. Scrap that. Keep it as it is. Just keep it as it is. Then. It works all right, doesn't yeah, it? Maybe keep it as keep it is. Going. It's, it's too much hassle to, hassle to change now. I I you know what? I don't like change. No. I don't like change, and and that's why I voted for the monster raving loony party. Well, well, you got the result you wanted then. <laughs> Politics. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Next section. <laughs> so we've got a return of an old favourite today. We've managed to scrounge up some things to, <laughs> to see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on. How dare you? So here we are. We've not exhausted it as of yet. So um, are you ready, Dave? Got that here. Where are they now? And it appears like now we might find out where they are now. Where are they now? Yes. This week, well, I stumbled across this one and it was, I'll be honest, relatively interesting. But then I read on and okay. I did a bit of digging and it became more interesting. I'm uh, intrigued. And the person I'm talking about is um, Des Walker. Okay, yeah. Um, incredibly agile defender with a fairly clean disciplinary record for somebody who was like, <laughs> renowned for slide tackling. I like that, fairly clean. Fairly clean, so not clean, basically. Sounds like when you're talking about a kid and you're trying to find a way to say, like in school reports, when they're saying, like, yeah. they're, they're not a bad kid, so they say... Not good. Energetic. <laughs> yes, yes. Or something yeah. like that. <laughs> yeah. Fairly clean record. Yes. <laughs> Sorry, go on. No, no. Please. I've not got anything else. So. Oh, okay. Mm. He was a defensive fortress for the first part of his career, but was quite reliant on his pace. Not sure about that. Mm. He lost a yard or two later in his career, and the chant, you'll never beat Des Walker, became less and less accurate. It's <laughs> a bit of a scathing <laughs> this revolt. It's not very pleasant, Not my it? words, I might add. <laughs> so, what is he up to now? Well, I don't know what he's up to now, but what? I can... Now? I, not, no, I don't know what he's up to now. Okay. This is why it's not so accurate, but I can tell you what he's up to in 2013. Oh, so really up to date then? Yeah, well, that's, that's brilliant. It's in this cent- this uh, century. It's in within the last decade, yes. Yeah. Uh, Walker, in 2013, Joe, Walker appeared in a music video along with Stuart Pearce, Teddy Sheringham and Les Ferdinand for Nottingham-based band The Establishment. I have to see this video. Who were apparently managed by Dion Dublin. 
What? Yes, I know. It gets weirder. I bet. I, I really hope the dube makes an appearance on this song. Well, I'd, I'm sure he insisted on it. <laughs> I hope so. Um, it goes on. Uh, the establishment are a Nottingham-based band, and to help promote their single, Jennifer Jones, the footballers agreed to appear in it. Uh, one of the members, um, band members, John Burns. Um, Who? Sorry? John Burns. Burns? John Burns. Okay, Burns, Burnsy, right? yeah. yeah. Who used to play for Nottingham Forest, but, but gave up football for a career in music. Okay, he okay. says of the video, Des and Stuart play doorman at the club, Les is a barman, and Teddy does what Teddy does best, chatting up girls. Oi, Teddy. Hey, lad. Um, <laughs> so this, this John Burns, you play for Nottingham Forest, he was the one that got um, Dion Dublin involved with the band. Uh, he said, I got in touch with Dion through a mutual friend, and we had a meeting, and played him on music, and he was keen to get involved and help as much as he could. And he became their manager. Amazing. Yeah. Amazing. So, there you go. So not only is an innovator of the musical instrument industry... Or a daytime TV presenter. That's right. Of, uh, what is it, Hammering the Homes? Or homes Under the Hammer. Hammering in the Homes. Yeah. Homes Under the Hammer. Homes... It's very good. It's a very good programme. Homes Under the Hammer. Homes Under... Yeah, as in like an auction. Uh, oh, so there isn't actually... A, okay. Right. Yeah, not, not a big I'm very hammer. literal. I'm a very literal mm, person. Mm. Um... So not only is he that, but he's you know he's a he's a manager as well. Oh. So there you go. You now you know what Des Walker was up to in 2013. I'm relieved because I, I I was actually thinking. I remember in 2013. I remember thinking, yeah, what's what Des he's, Walker uh, up to? I could tell to. actually as I started this, the look in your face when I was about to reveal what Des Walker was up to. Now you were thinking, yeah, but what was he? Never mind that. What was he doing in 2013? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So you could see that just from one look. Uh, there you go. I delivered on that one, I think, didn't I? <laughs> that is interesting. That is interesting. I'm surprised that that didn't get more media attention. I know. I Yeah, I do wonder why. Hmm. And I'll continue to wonder. Makes me wonder whether it's actually real or not. Well, it, it is real because I've, I've written it out. Sorry. <laughs> There's no need for that. <laughs> Just thump it's got a black now. eye now. Um, how dare you? <laughs> <laughs> that was a, that's punch punching uh, noise of any man. I thought I was impressed. Thank you. Um, <laughs> I'm like the guy from uh, the uh, Police Academy films. A, w- a little bit, yeah. What, like mm. the, the huge muscly one? No, Steve Guttenberg. Who? Steve, who? Oh, the one that goes... No, no, that's... no, that's, that's The little a... one that looks like a Tasmanian devil? No, Steve... Yeah, I, th- I thought you looked like him. You're a horrid man. <laughs> <laughs> right, go on then. Go on, go on then. All right, go on then. Uh, yeah. So, um, reviving another classic feature. Classic. Nobody's told me it's classic. I just decided it is. So, you know, maybe tell me otherwise if you like. Ask me. Is it classic? Is it classic, Dave? No. Okay, it's not classic then. Reviving a, an old feature of ours uh, <laughs> that's made a couple of appearances in 22 episodes. Uh, we're going back to the autobiography archive. Archive. Autobiography Archive Alcove. Thanks to uh, our voice actor there. He's, he's, you know, yeah. we, we shed out quite a lot of money for these guys. They're, they're, they're real pros. They're Too real pros. Who, who is it this week, Joe? So we've got in Paul Ince this week. A governor. Um, the governor. A governor, mate. Yeah. Um, but um, we tried to get him to do a sec- <laughs> section from his autobiography. We tried. We did try. Uh, we set him up, you know, we talked him through what we what we were looking for and everything and but he likes to uh Oh he it's does hard, li- 
He does like a talk, doesn't he? He lad? does. I'll tell you what, I'll tell you what, that Paul Lynch has got more rabbit than Sainsbury's. <sighs> nah, I tell you. But he, he goes off-piste a little bit, doesn't he? He goes mm. off-piste. Hard to keep him on track. So all we really got from him was this kind of monologue rant. Mm. Um, about the about the football ga- world, mm. just generally about the world of football. So, um, well, here it is. Don't you find it disgusting when your fellow players pull dirty little tricks upon you? One time, when I was on my way back to training from a short and unsuccessful visit to Londres, a young gentleman, unbeknownst to me at the time, approached me and said. Excuse me, uh, may you perchance be perhaps be John Barnes? And I said, no, inconceivably not. It was at that moment when I glanced across the street and saw none other than John Barnes, Steve McCarnow man, uh, and Jamie Carriger in what one could only call a state of severe merriment. My revenge was swift and sweet, however, as upon our arrival back to training I carefully placed a seldom salted peanut in John Barnes's water bottle. The proletariat today are all screaming about tax evasion and I- illegal offshore revenue streams, but we should be tackling the blatant and unfounded ridicule of their footballing trade. I'm sick of talking in a ridiculous common accent whenever I appear as a pundit just to upkeep some semblance of what I believe is, is called street credits. I'm unaware of how many of these credits I may have left, but if I was a betting man, which I'm not, as it is dastardly and illegal, shown spectacularly by my bridge partner Joseph Barton, then I would head straight to the roulette table. Right, well, that, that is not at all what I expected at all, Dave. Well, apart from that we were there at the recording. Okay, let me rephrase <laughs> <laughs> That's when when we recorded that we were flabbergasted. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, uh, he's deceived us all in a way. Well, uh, I wonder what this does. This suggest something systematic about football? Is are we being lied to on a mass scale here? I just yeah, I'm not I sure. Think, I think we are. Yeah. Mm. And it does upset me. Actually, nobody likes being lied to. Do they? A, yeah. No, they don't. I, I've. I've never lied to you, Joe. I've never met anybody that uh, likes being lied to. So Have you not? That's evidence enough for me. They wouldn't ever... It's not something you hear a lot, is it? Oh, I love being lied to me. Mm. Hi, my name's Steve. I, I love being lied to. Oh, I love being... Tell me a lie. <laughs> All right, Steve, you're a nice bloke. Oh. oh. So there we go. Yeah. Well, th- thanks, Paul Ince. Ooh. I'd like to get him back, actually. I think we should. Um, Especially if, you've got, if he's got more... Little bits like that. So he seemed to really enjoy himself when he was here. He, he seemed did. very keen to open up about things, and you know why now when he's maybe these things will come out. Yeah, he enjoyed himself round. a lot actually. He did it, it, too much, and he was a bit embarrassed. And I said, Paul, don't worry about it. Erections do happen. Yeah, yeah. I mean, look at look at the 18th century crook. Yes, who you know was was uh, his um, dangling penis was taken when he was dangling. Hmm. But yeah, yeah. So. They happen at the worst of times. There's proof. And sometimes the best of times. <laughs> mm. But we did say to him, next time, Paul, please do wear some trousers. Yes. Oh. With a running theme there with us, with our this podcast of people not wearing trousers. Yeah, you've done it, I've done it, Paul Ince. Mm. 
yeah, it wasn't very pleasant when Harry Redknapp was here either, was it? Oh God! But um, it's, even his bollocks had jowls. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Anyway, um, cool my throat there. So I've got. Um, Have you got some more, Dave? Yes. Is this becoming a nice theme yes, ending? I to... know you like them. So I love it's them. a lovely way to end. By the ending is coming. By the way, that doesn't mean switch off now. Just bear with us. Yeah. Because this is gold, mate. Bring it on. Uh, yes, I've got some uh, football player name puns. Fantastic. Do oh, I get a choice again? or, or a... Yeah, yeah, absolutely, yeah. Okay, you, can have, um, you can have food-related puns yeah. or food-related puns. Um, sorry, I'm adjusting my microphone when I think. Can I have... Uh, what, what are my options again? Food or food? Can I go with A, food? Oh, it's a good choice. Thank well you. done, young Joe. Thank, thank you. Ooh, I like, okay. I like being patted on the back. Here we go. You ready for this? So these are player player football names uh, um, uh, with food related. Pun, I think we get pun the concept. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Hurry up then. Yeah. <laughs> okay. First one. Seamus Coleman's mustard. That's <laughs> okay. just added a word. It's just added a food on the end of his name. I mean, it works. Additives. Add uh, with yeah. Okay. Yeah. Still, it's good though. Uh, I like. I don't dislike it. It's just, it's uh, maybe less creative. Mm, okay. But it is very funny. Yeah. Dimitar Berbatoffi. <laughs> See, that's, yeah, okay. Yeah, that's a little yes. bit better. Yeah, yeah, I like it, like it. Hopefully this is ascending then. Sorry, I'm a harsh critic. I do no, apologize. it's all right. Francis Cockervan. Yeah, yeah, I'm on board now. Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I know you're not going to like the last one. <laughs> uh, this isn't the last one. Oh, good. Derry Lee Sharp. Oh, that's interesting because it's putting uh, the oh. pun part of it before the name. Pre-punning. I think we've coined something there. Pre- yeah. Pre-punning. Pre-punning. Yeah. And uh, last one, uh, G-Sung Pork Scratchings. <laughs> Fucking hell. Come on. G-Sung Pork Scratchings. <laughs> I d- I d- no. Yes. What do you mean no? Yes. G-Sung Pork. G-Sung Pork Scratchings. Yeah. Okay, yeah, okay. Uh, I'm, I'm, Depends yeah. on your dialect, isn't it? <laughs> or accent. Yeah. All right. That's it. That's, uh, that's it. You wait, <laughs> that's all there is. I mean, five a week. I mean, that's pretty good. It, it's not easy. I do... It's not easy. I, I do... Um, it's not easy. It's not easy. No, thank you. I'm glad you said that, actually. Well, there's our there's our puns, and Dave. Now you've, there's pressure on you to come up with that kind of level material every week. Oh, I, I will. I oh I will. Oh, I will. Will you? Yeah. Well, I might not. Mm. I'll try. Okay. And that's all you can ask of me. Don't ask any more of me than to try. Let's I, not let's not fall out. Okay. I will never ask you to do more than try because. Um, this David. David, yeah. Yes. That, I forgot my name. I can't believe it. There is no try, only do. Who said that? Yoda. Never heard of him. Never heard of him? No. Oh, some like Eastern thing. Uh, Ooh. Yeah. No, I don't like all them. <laughs> Eastern aliens, I mean. You don't like Eastern I know aliens. he's an alien. I know he's an alien. He's in the Star Trek. That's that. right, yeah, Star Trek. Yeah. 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 Captain Shatner and... Um, Dr. Spork 
Yeah. Is it Dr. Spork? Yeah, he invented the the hybrid of a fork and a spoon. Yeah, that's right, yes. So that was in episode two, I believe, yeah. of the first series. Based on his ears. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because for a while he was using his ears to, <laughs> to eat those cheap salads you get from Sainsbury's. Yeah, he was. Um, and so he thought, you know what, I need something. It wasn't working at all. And, and Dave Beckham came along and said, what are you doing, mate? You need to keep your ears on the ground, like that's me. That's right, yeah. Both so, ears. So he showed him how to dig a little hole. Yeah, to... but the problem was that little pointy bits were sticking out. So it had to be slightly deeper. Yeah. yeah. So And that's when, and that's when um, the aliens came. Yeah. blew everyone up yeah is that what happened in the film I haven't seen it is it the new one out it, the new one is shocking is it terrible Star Trek 9 Deep Space 7 is that's, it that's it that one uh, yeah yeah Jean-Luc Pritchard yeah yeah good stuff yeah, they're, they're brilliant though. I love all I love fantasy <laughs> let's I can't do this anymore okay come well, on let's go so thank you for listening once again find us on them social medias in it uh, Facebook via the wonders of the search bar twitter at round the back pod we are now on the podcasting apps that you can find on android dave which are called they are called joe overcast and Castbox. thank you thank you for helping me in my time of need or if you're on the if you use the ios mm-hmm. you can go to itunes because we're we're there as well man oh yeah oh yeah uh, so give us a review on there and head over to our website, uh, roundtheback.com. You'll be surprised to hear. And there we go. Any any final words, Dave? Any final thoughts? No. <laughs>